0: visit chrissawyerannie maccom Email him at csawyer maccom maccom or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345. Corporate NMLS number 338923. Mac Home Mortgage and Equal Housing Lender. American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC. DBA, Mac Home Mortgage. Lo-Fi Direct. your First Mortgage Correspondent. License Lender Broker Number, ML338923. Massachusetts Mortgage Lender and Mortgage Broker. License Number, MC338923. Rhode Island License Lender. License Number, 20112810. L. call for additional details. pitch is drilled the deep right field
1: toward the poles, and it is gone. They don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball, because the Yankees are not. are even close to the best organization in baseball.
0: They're trying
2: to be the Rays, and the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankees.
1: Welcome to Sports Talk with RJ. I'm Steve Risser, along here with Justin D'Anafrio. And last night, the Celtics kept their season alive, knocking off the Heat one sixteen to ninety nine. They, they, they could they could they could they could they could have fallen apart. They could have they could have uh, they could have they could have, they could have uh, they could have quit. They could have fallen apart, but they didn't. They were down nine in the first quarter, twenty nine to twenty. They were down sixty one to fifty two, and I think this is the key part of the game. They're down sixty one to fifty two in the third quarter and they went on an 18 0 run and then they cruised from there. Jason Tatum led them with 33 points. And and, and then the, the big question is now is can the Celtics be, do it? We all know one Boston team did it years ago. Can the Celtic can the Celtics do it? Can they be is there a chance the Celtics can win three straight and I, I'm not a Joe Missoula fan and I don't think they're gonna win the series but i do think they're going to win it because i do think they, and i do think they have a chance I didn't say they were going i'm sorry about that i didn't think they were going i didn't say they were going to win it i do think they have a chance to win it because they do have the more talented team so so yes i do th- i do think that uh i do think the Celtics do have a chance being down
2: 3-1 i do too the problem with me and the, well, is well one the coaching you mentioned that that's a big one the other one is too the Celtics team has been so inconsistent that I can't trust them to play well for four straight games, you know, for three more straight games like they did. Again, you know, you go back to the Hawks here, that thing should have been over five. And they let Trey Young steal one there in game five. And, have, you know, like we just haven't been able to trust the Celtics totally. And I, I'm still not at the point. And it's this healerization, too. I just, you know, yeah, the Celtics have the more talented team, but I can't bet against that. That, 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 that heat team, like I'm not worried about them losing that. Game four. I think they're fine with Jimmy Butler. I think there's a chance, but I don't maybe the Celtics can win a game five as well, but I, I still think the Heat win the series win the series.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I still think the Heat win in six. I just don't trust Joe Missoula. I don't trust Joe Missoula at all. You saw the effort they had in game three, a must-win game. They they didn't show, they did not show any effort at all. So yeah, I I I don't think I, I don't think they win the series, but they do have a top ten player in Jason Tatum. And he played really, really well last night. And that was, uh, that was key. And that was the biggest reason why the Celtics won that game.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It was really about time this series, because again, last time was the first time all series, he scored a point in the fourth quarter. Like that just can't happen. If you want to be a superstar, you know, or he's a top 10 player. But again, we talked about last week or two weeks ago to get on that next level, you know, he, you know, that big game seven, that he had 51 points was, was awesome. And, you know, he really needed it. But yeah, last night, finally scoring the fourth quarter in that game or in the series was huge. He had a big night, you know, they needed that, you know, cause I think Jalen Brown's been banged up with that kind of wrist and elbow injury. Cause he hasn't played very well at all the series. So yeah, he's had to step up because the role guys either. Grant Williams has played well, but like some of the role guys have not stepped up and played well either around him.
1: Absolutely. This is going to lead me to our, uh, this is leading to my next point is uh what do the Celtics got to do to win the series? And uh the biggest thing is Jalen Brown's going to be better. Jalen Brown has got to be better. For the Celtics to win Game Five, Jalen Brown has got to be better because uh, he has not scored more. than I know you talked about the injury again in Game One, and that, and that that makes perfect. That makes a lot of sense because he hasn't scored more than twenty points in in in, uh, in, in a game since then. So Jalen Brown has got to be Jalen Brown has got to score more than twenty points in a game for the Celtics to come back and win this series. That's the uh, that, that's the first thing that's got to happen. The second thing you said it. The role players got to be better. The uh the, the Marcus Smarts, the Al Horfers, the Derek Whites. Those guys got to be better. They were good last night, but they got to be better if the Celtics are, are going to come back and win the series. And and, uh, and 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 yeah, those are pretty much the two biggest keys for them. It's 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 pretty much it's 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 Jalen Brown and it's the role players. Those guys got to be better if the Celtics want any chance of coming back and winning the series.
2: Yeah, they do need those role guys. And you know, one of them that I kind of spy was Grant Williams. He's been really good, productive off the bench. Again, wasn't great getting the face there of Jimmy Butler in game number two, but. You know, he, he's, he's been really good um so, bar, so far you know, in this series. And he was really their kind of sixth man last year. So he's starting to kind of figure it out. He's been playing well. He's got to continue to knock down shots because when the Celtics are hitting threes, that's they live and die by the three-pointers. And when he's on, that gives them a very valuable weapon. So Grant Williams has got to continue to play well in this series. You know, I'll keep it short. it You know, Tatum, he came in – he. You know, he came alive last night, finally. He's got to do that again, especially in the fourth quarter. And then my last one's the turnovers. It it's gonna make or break them. They had 15 turnovers, you know, in all in the first three games of the series. Last night they only had 10. You know, so if they cut down the turnovers, they were much better. I thought, you know, w- with the ball, they gotta continue to do that because with the heat pressure. Um, we've kind of seen at times that he've kind of exposed them and with some of the turnovers, you know, this year and even last year. Absolutely, absolutely. So now we'll go to the Heat, and what do the Heat got to do to close the series out in
1: Boston? They won two games in Boston last week. What do they got to do to clo- to close out the Celtics in Boston? And uh, my my, uh, my thing for the Heat is is uh, Bam has got to be better. Bam has got to be better than he was. He's got to be as good as he was in games one and two, the first two games in Boston. He was not good last night. That's why the, that was a, that was the reason why the Heat lost that game. So he's got to be better. Another thing is is they got to shoot the ball better from three eight for 32 from three last night a big reason why they mean they went on that they would the Celtics went on that 18-0 run they they, the heat eight for 32 from three-point range that has got to be better as well we saw in game five against the Knicks when they struggled to shoot threes especially in the first half of that game that came back to bite them and they lost that game they got to shoot the ball better from three-point range and their bench has just got to keep playing the way it has has all season all postseason how about Caleb Martin this series he's been outstanding if he can continue to play that way There's a very good chance that he could close this thing out in Boston on Thursday night.
2: Yeah, you know, I like the point with Caleb Martin. You can make the argument that he's been their second best player in the series. He's been. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Him or Bam. Him or Bam. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. He had 25 points in game two.
2: Yeah. You know, so, you know, um, yeah, yeah, the role players, they've been really good, you know, and they made a major force. And yeah, Caleb Martin's kind of been the head of that. You know, Robinson last night was over 2, but he's still shooting 43% in the postseason from 3. So, you know, Duncan Robinson, again, he gets catches fire tomorrow night. That will be huge for the Heat. So, yeah, the role players got to continue to play well. My um, second one is kind of don't let Tatum and Brown get into their groove. You know, the Celtics going in last night. We're only shooting like 29% for the series from 3. You know, I think they've done a really good job of their assignment switching off of the pick and rolls. I think they've done a really good job in that area so far in this series. Last night wasn't great, but the Celtics finally knocked down some shots. They kind of got, got, got going. Um, that that's going to happen because they do have some talent. So, you know, if he kind of continue to, to switch off the pick and rolls and all that. And then my final one is just keep this, if you're Miami, just keep this game close in the, the final five minutes. Cause I think, I don't think the Celtics can win a close game. With Joe Missoula against Eric Absolutely I just
1: Absolutely not. You are 100% right about that. That is a great point. If, they, if that thing is close, especially in game five, any of these games, I feel like outside of maybe game seven, if it's game yeah. seven, because the Celtics have all the momentum because they won three straight, yeah, they might win that. But any of these two games, game six or game Game five or game six, if it's close with five minutes to go, you got to take the heat because, yeah, I do not trust Joe Missoula one bit against Eric Spolstra, not one bit. Again,
2: Bolstra. Yeah. not at all. No, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it just, yeah. You know, the way Missoula runs the timeout, I, you know, it, it, again, it was, I don't think those, I don't think the, I don't know, I don't think some of those stars in the Celtics really respect Missoula. Like I, again, what game was he kind of threw the clipboard because they weren't listening to him. Like I, I think late in the game, I I don't trust, yeah, I, I trust the Heat to close out a game close. Yeah, maybe game seven, the Heat get tight and they don't finish, but yeah, game five, game six. If the Heat when that it, – it's the close game Way I, I don't yeah, – I see a really hard time for the Heat to lose. They'd have to miss a lot of open shots or just miss a lot of shots in general to lose that game.
1: And you're talking about the players not trusting Missoula. Really, if the Celtics lost, our, our first topic today, our, 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 our first topic would be, is Missoula going to be back next year? There's still a question that Joe Missoula will, will, will be the coach next year. I know the Celtics locked him up long. They, 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 they gave him the permanent coach, which was a mistake. That was a mistake making Missoula the permanent head coach that was a that was a mistake but yeah the big question would have been is if the Celtics could have lost is missoula back next year
2: yeah yeah it is and i wonder because i you know i haven't seen like i've seen the Celtics throughout the regular season but like not as close i have been so far in the postseason Same. i know they they lost like their main assistant damien sallamore he took the georgia tech job i don't know if that's had a part of it just because missoula is so young and i again joe missoula is playing at jimmy butler when you know, because Missoula played at West Virginia. Butler was at Marquette. Like they played against each other at college. Like Missoula's still a young, that's young kid. That's
1: crazy that they played against each other, Missoula and uh, yeah, and Jimmy Butler. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think um, what was it oh eight? I think Marquette knocked him on the Big East tournament, knocked West Virginia out. Um, but I, you know, so like that's the thing. Like he's such a young coach, you know, and he and you could and listen to his press conference. He's so into the analytics. Like, oh you know, yeah, there's
1: there's, so, no, there's no flow there's no flow of the there's no, there's no flow no. of the game for him. He doesn't he's yeah it's, it's all analytics for him.
2: Yeah, and that that's, that's a, a worry for me. But yeah, I, I again I think you really got to look at it. I wonder if Brad Stevens would bring on like a. Like a veteran assistant coach to come on and help they've been, them. Because, they've been
1: talking about that. I think that's probably yeah. what's going to happen if they don't win the series. They'll bring in a veteran assistant. Yeah,
2: and that's they'll bring in weird. maybe
1: one of the guys who doesn't get a, get one of these jobs, like a like a Nick Nurse, a Budenholzer, a Monty mm-hmm. Williams. No, they won't bring Doc back. But let him be a Monty, a a, a Budenholzer, uh, a Nick Nurse. If they don't get one of those coaching jobs, they may bring him in, bring one of those three guys in to be a, like an be a veteran assistant to be an assistant for uh, Missoula.
2: Yeah, and I can absolutely see that. Maybe that helps him because I, it's not, you know, because I think Brad likes him, you know, and I think he thinks he's got a bright future in coaching. But yeah, right now he's just way over his head, and again, a veteran head coach, a veteran kind of guy that's been a head coach before, could really help him out and ease him, ease him in a big kind of series like this. Because yeah, he's not been, he's not been helping himself so far. No, no. The coaching mismatch is yeah. ma- that's a major coaching mismatch, and that's
1: why ultimately I think that I, th- I think the Heat win this. I think they win it in six. I do think the Celtics win on their home floor, even though they've struggled on their home floor all pro season. And I wouldn't be surprised if it ends tomorrow night. But I think they win on their home floor. And I think the Heat uh, close them out in six on Saturday night.
2: I'm gonna go with the Heat tomorrow. I think Jimmy Butler, the way he's playing, I think he. I I don't think he wants to go back and play a game six in Miami. I, I think he finishes it tomorrow night. I. I I really do, you know, I'd be really nervous if there's any other organization by, b- besides the Heat. I think they get it done tomorrow night. I think they close it out, and I think they get a week off before uh, facing Denver.
1: Yeah, it'd be big, it'd be big. You you go you yeah. don't, you, you, want, you want to have some time off before you face a team like the Nuggets. You don't oh, yeah. want to be play, you don't want to be getting into a six or seven game series with the Celtics and then go, then having to play a team like the Nuggets. We saw how dominant the Nuggets were, so it would be for the Heat. It mm-hmm. would be it would be best for them to win tomorrow night.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and you know the Nuggets want that thing go all the way to Monday night and they play six overtimes, you know, and uh mm-hmm. that they're exhausted going out to Denver. So yeah, Denver wants that thing to go seven. But yeah, Miami, you know, they, they want to close this thing out as soon as possible and get some time off because you know I know they've been good about Hero, but and I know Hero stinks offensively, but you'd be nice to get a weapon like that back, you know, for a finals. Um, so yeah, you know, the more time maybe gets healed up a little bit and yeah, they get, get a couple days off.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Now, speaking of the
1: Nuggets, they beat the, La- the the Lakers on Monday night to advance the NBA finals, but we'll get to the Nuggets next week. This week, we'll focus on the team that lost to the Nuggets, and that's the Lakers. And we'll, and LeBron made some interesting comments after the game saying that he's uncertain about his future. He's not He's not fully committed to coming back next year, which I think he'll be back. I think he'll be back. I think he'll be back for the Lakers. I think the big question is, is this it for LeBron? I think absolutely not. He's going to be back. He'll be back playing with the Lakers next year. I will be shocked if LeBron retires.
2: Yeah, same here. Again, he's not leaving $100 million on the table. He's just not. And I think it was a of a moment thing. And I think, you know, I think he understands that, or I think he wants the Lakers to make some changes. And I think we've, you know, obviously in that series, kind of, you know, I, I think he, you know, Kyrie was at the game. So that, that you know, probably pretty linked to going out there, <laughs> which will, that will, that'll be fun to how that that turns out yet again but um yeah i I don't think he's retiring again he's still a you know one of the top five top 10 players in the sport he's not walking away now i just i don't see it you know maybe in two years but not yet again you know i i I didn't i didn't believe him when he was kind of contemplating that i think i think it was he the moment or he's just kind of telling the lakers we need some changes
1: absolutely yeah i think i think it's very very heat of the moment i think it's it's very very i th- yeah i think it was a heat of the moment thing they need they need changes and let's be honest ad's got to step up ad's got to step up for him because all po- the postseason you look at the series with ad the uh the, the 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 uh the memphis series he was inconsistent lebron bailed him out bailed him out in game uh in in, in in game four of that series, or they might have not even won that series. LeBron bailed him out in that game. He was, he was really good in the Warriors series, but he was inconsistent in this series. If he played better in games two and four, they probably win games two and four. So AD was very, very inconsistent. So really the help, the supporting cast for LeBron, as much as it helped them in the first two, as much as it helped in, in, in them in the second round against the warriors, it did not help him in this round. D'Angelo Russell wasn't good. And AD was inconsistent.
2: Yeah. And that's the problem with i D. I'm like, you know, and when they got Jokic the fourth foul, why didn't A D demand the ball and go get Jokic's fifth foul there in the third quarter? Like a star gonna go alpha, demand the ball. Not basketball. an alpha,
1: not an alpha. Yeah. That's the problem. Right. It was a problem in New Orleans. He wanted out of New Orleans. He joined LeBron, got his ring, joining LeBron mm-hmm. James, he got his ring in the bubble, but not an alpha. Just not a, no. very talented, one of the most talented players we've seen, not an alpha.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and that's been the problem again. The injuries have been unfortunate with him, but yeah, he's just not. And you know, he's got it, especially now. The you know LeBron's still one of the best players out there, but at his age, he can't do it all by himself. Yeah, he's anymore. not the
1: player he was in 2020 yeah. when they won a championship. He's not that player anymore. So AD has got to be better. He's got to step up. And he and he did against the Warriors. We so give him credit for that. He did not against the Nuggets. That's why they got swept.
2: No, no, he had the 40 point game in Game One, but that was you know I know his stats still look you know again he had like 21 and 12 like the numbers look good but yeah like he just wasn't they needed more out of him. they needed like 25 26 out of him consistently and that's yeah that's kind of been the problem with ad you just don't know what anthony davis is going to show up and you know that, that was kind of the difference and yeah he's such a talented player you know he's 30 years old he's such a talented player but yeah he's just not he just hasn't shown the consistency at times, and that's been the big problem. Because yeah, LeBron, LeBron needs another kind of superstar with him, and Anthony Davis. It's just unfortunately he just hasn't shown the consistency. He has not shown the consistency that he, he's not that guy.
1: Yeah, and the big question is: is is he a top ten player in the NBA? Is Anthony Davis a top ten player in the NBA? And I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. Obviously, I'm taking. I'm definitely taking uh, the, the 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 top guys: Jokic, Johnson, Curry. That's no question. You take you take those guys over him. KD, Tatum, LeBron, you're definitely taking, you're still taking, it's still LeBron's team. He has not taken yeah. the torch from LeBron. With LeBron being 38 and arguably slipping out of the top five, he still hasn't taken the torch from LeBron James. So, so KD, Tatum, and LeBron, you're definitely taking him, taking those guys over, over AD. Embiid, even though he had a terrible Game 7 performance, you still take him over Anthony Davis because he did win, let's not forget, AD uh, Joel Embiid did win an MVP. Mm. So you're still taking him over, over, over AD. And there's other guys, Lillard look at Jimmy Butler right now. I'm probably take Jimmy yeah. Butler over him and I'll probably take, and I'll probably take a, uh Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard, even though he has trouble staying healthy. That's debatable. Luka Doncic, you're taking him mm-hmm. over AD Anthony Davis. Then you could argue other guys, Devin Booker, John Morant, even though Morant's off the, that's another yeah. story. He's off the court stuff, but that, I, mean, I named 12 guys right there, right there that you would take over Anthony Davis.
2: Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. He's not a top 10 player. Again, he's, Maybe top fifteen, top twenty, he's in that range, maybe, you know, right, right around there. So look, yeah, again, Touch of Towns, a player hasn't been a great shooter, but yeah, he's just again a Jimmy Butler in a postseason, you know, that's gonna win at win at will. I, I yeah, haven't yeah. seen that. From Where's all. that
1: from AD? Where is yeah. that from AD? You got the yeah. talent to be that be that guy. You're not that guy. Another issue with eighty two is he's not a great, not a good three point shooter, and he doesn't make players around him better. That was a problem in New Orleans, and that's a problem now. And that's why he has not taken that torch from LeBron. And, and if he's the number one player on your team, you're not going to be a great team.
2: No. Yeah, like what? With with him and Cousins in New Orleans, they were what a eight seed were yeah. eight or seven seed was the best they got. Like, yeah, they could you know they weren't great. And so yeah, he just hasn't been yeah, he doesn't make guys around him better. He's not a great shooter. You know, he just doesn't you know i know everybody wants to go out there and win but it doesn't seem like he takes it to the next level that you need a top you know to be a top 10 player that you need he hasn't shown it and yeah that's been the big problem and i again i i think it would be smart for the lakers to to, uh trade him
1: we'll see we'll see we'll see Yeah, that's that's an interesting point right there but but here's the thing and people say like Oh, uh, oh! He, he thought his game to you know make guys better around. Not his job to make guys better around him. He's not his job to shoot threes. Look at Jokic! Look at Jokic! He's he's he's, he's a big man. He dribble. He, he can handle the ball. He makes his teammates better around him, and he hits three. So there's no excuse for Anthony Davis to not be able to be to to be a guy who can't make guys better around him, or a guy who can't th- shoot three point shots when you've got a guy that beat his team in Nikola Jokic who does exactly that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No. There's no excuse. Yeah, there's no excuse. He's got to, especially to be on that talent level. Again, like if he was a guy like a Kevin Looney that would just grab 25 rebounds a game, I'd not be like, you know, I'd be fine with that as my center. But yeah, like he's a guy that is supposed to be one of the best players in the sport. Yeah. He's got to be able to make guys better around him. You know, LeBron still being able to do that. Yeah. We've seen it with Jokic and just, you now the the incredible series that he's had or even postseason that he's been having. Um, Yeah. Dante Davis just, isn't that guy and that's kind of a big problem you know he's you know just it's another kind of part of the game that he's been missing so far in his NBA career and yeah it's 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 yeah to be a superstar nowadays it feels like you got to make your guy you know to be a superstar you got to make your player you got to make your teammates better and yeah he doesn't have that trait right now
1: yeah all the guys I have listed in front of him Jokic does a great job of that Giannis does a really good job of that Curry does an outstanding job of that Luca does a great job of it Uh, KD does a pretty good job of it. Tatum does a pretty good job of it. LeBron. We know he's, he's better at doing that than anybody, anybody that's ever played the game. Uh, Lillard does a really good job of it. Kawhi even does a pretty good job of it. So, and even MB does a better job of it than him. So yeah, it's, it's just, he's, I'm not saying, I'm not arguing his talent. His talent is great, but to me, he's not top 10 and also it's the injuries. He can't stay healthy. There's a reason the Lakers did not get out of the first round in, 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 2021 because he couldn't, because he got hurt. And there was a reason the team missed the, missed the play in the play in tournament in 2022, because he couldn't stay healthy. Him not being able to stay healthy is definitely a factor as well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, he really has not been able to, you know, and yeah, it has been a big issue because he's missed a lot of time and, you know, it's, and it hurt the team. Yeah. Like last year, it really hurt because him and LeBron both missed a ton. Of, you know, he only played 40 games last year. Him and LeBron missed a ton of time. And that really hurt, you know, the chemistry in that team. And it's, you know, they, they, you know, for a guy you're paying a lot of money to, you like to be on the floor. You know, I know nowadays with little management, but you like to, you know, you like to have him out there, I think, you know, 60, 70 times a year, you know, when he's healthy, you know type of type of stuff and yeah he just really hasn't been able to do that you know i don't think he's played a full i think the most he's played i'm going through right now 75 in 2017 the most i've seen that's pretty good but other than that it's been mostly in the 50s or kind of below that so yeah it's been a big problem for him and you know as he gets older he's not it's gonna probably get worse and worse
1: absolutely 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 now that we established that ad's not top 10 and lebron uh is gonna be should be back next year the big question is is Well, is this this year the last time that we'll see LeBron in a conference final? And I hate hate to say this for LeBron. I think this is it. This is it for him. I think it'll be the last time we'll see him in a conference final. Because I'm looking at a team like Denver. That team is going nowhere. And they just swept the Lakers. That team is outstanding. And they just swept the Lakers. And they got the best player in basketball, Nikola Jokic. And then you look at the Suns. And yes, everybody's going to say, oh, the Suns weren't that good in the playoffs. KD didn't have. Oh, there's. A, I, I'll be, I, I. I get it. There's a lot of pressure on KD next year to make a deep run in the playoffs. But I think they're a better team than the Lakers. I think. I think. I, I think they are with with uh, with with Booker and KD. Who knows what happens with DeAndre Ayton and CP3? But I think they're a better team than the Lakers. And I and I think they're the second best team in in the Western Conference going into next year. So I think this is it. Now, l- luckily for them, Golden State's getting older. Memphis is a is a mess. Your Kings are good, but. They got to prove they can win some playoffs here. They got to prove they can win some playoff series. So luckily for them, you could argue they might still be the top three team in the West going into the season. But I still don't think they're as as good as the Nuggets or the Suns uh, going into next year. And LeBron is just and AD just keep getting older. So I think this is the last time you'll see LeBron in the conference final.
2: Yeah. If this team comes back currently structured the way it is, then I don't see it. But if, if they go out there and make some changes, then I could absolutely see LeBron getting back there. I think it just depends on what the Lakers do this off season. Yeah, I think it's to be tough to get there. Back there with the yeah, you mentioned the Suns cuz the Suns took nugget the Nuggets six games, you know, yeah, the Nuggets aren't going anywhere. Yeah, we'll we'll you know, we'll, we'll see what the off off season brings for Sacramento. Yeah, the Warriors, I think that they're are their window is starting to close very quickly as we've seen. So, yeah, I think there's a likely chance that he, we won't but if, if the Lakers really reamp this roster and help out LeBron this offseason, I, I could see the LA getting back there next season. It just all depends on what LA does this offseason. With the team that they have right now, there's I don't see it happen. I don't see them getting back to the final or West County's finals with, with team as is right now.
1: No, I I don't either. I I don't either. I, I mean, I just yeah, just Lebron's getting older. AD's just fail continues to fail to step up in the postseason. He just was way too inconsistent in this postseason. So yeah, I I just I I, I, I just I just don't see it happening uh, for Lebron for Lebron James and the Lakers. But we got to talk about a guy who, who retired this week and was drafted in LeBron's draft class, and that's Carmelo Anthony. And he had a really good career. He had a really, really good career, with, with the, mainly with the Knicks and with, with, the, with the Nuggets and with the Knicks. He had a really, really good career. I'd say his best two seasons were 2019, 2009 and 2013. He was, the, he was the top scorer in the NBA in 2013. I mean, this guy was a scorer. This guy could score the minute he walked in the league. His first 14 years in the NBA, he scored over 20 points a game. That's why he's clearly a Hall of Famer. But the biggest issue with Melo and why he's not on that LeBron or Steph or even KD, he's not on that level. He's not on that top level of guys in our era, is he didn't make teammates better around him. He only he averaged under three assists a game. That's that's not gonna that, that, that's not it. That's that, that's it's hard to win a championship with you. And your best player averages three assists a game. Now, individually, he was a phenomenal scorer, but there was issues with him defensively, and he did not make guys around him better the way that Steph Curry and LeBron did. So I think he did have a great career and it should be a Hall of Famer, but he's not a top fifty player to ever play the game. I maybe top seventy five, but definitely not a top fifty player to play the game.
2: Yeah, I go in that top seventy five, top one hundred range for him. Yeah, he was one of the best scorers. He's ninth all time in the all time scoring list. But yeah, as you mentioned, that not he never really made teammates around him better. Wasn't it? It was Chandler, right in two thousand thirteen, kind of called him out in the playoffs because he wasn't yeah. making, you know. Because guys were open yeah. and he wasn't happy that.
1: And, know, and and, and, and when we talk about the Celtics coming back from three zero, the Celtics were actually close to coming back from three zero. Remember that series? That oh, series yeah. against the Knicks. They were well, close to coming back from three zero. That was that was the end of the Big Three with 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 uh because Ray Pierce, Allen was gone, but that was the, yeah. that was the end of the of the era with Rondo and Pierce and Garnett. That was Doc's last year. They almost came back from three zero down.
2: Yeah, I I do remember. That. Yeah, they they yeah they they got it close and Carmelo. Yeah, you know that was. Look, you know he did a great job. Like he really kind of stabilized the Knicks there for a couple years, getting you guys to the playoffs for a couple years. But yeah, yeah like I was, just
1: yeah, you got us to the playoffs. We just couldn't get over the hump. No. We could not get over the hump, and we knew with Carmelo it was going to be hard to get over the hump. But yeah, we were we were a disaster. We were a mm. we hadn't we had, we hadn't had a we hadn't had a winning season. In, in a decade. And then Carmelo gets traded in in 2011. They have a winning season. They get to the playoffs 2012. They get to the playoffs in 2013. They had a really good year. They were the number two seed and lost to the Pacers in the conference semi in the conference semis. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he was really, really good. Yeah. He definitely did stabilize things for the Knicks for a couple of years there.
2: Yeah, he did, you know, and he, he definitely did. And, you know, really gave the Knicks a, you know, kind of a couple years of bright spots, but yeah, like again, he just didn't make his teammates round and better. And, He never got to a finals. He got to what? Two conference finals with Denver or one.
1: He got to one in
2: 2009. He was close. He he
1: lost in six. That was his best season. It was 2009, in my opinion. He got, he was close, but he, he, yeah, he he never got to, he never did. Yeah. He never got to an NBA final.
2: Yeah. And I, I think, and again, I'm not trying to totally hold that all against him. Again, I know, you know, he was at the Knicks and Nuggets. And I know, you know, Nuggets obviously have been better, but I know the Knicks as a franchise have not been great lately. Like, you know. Tell how it is, but look, you know, he's a great player. He's a great scorer. He's one of the best out there. But yeah, I just I don't see him as a top fifty player. Yeah, he didn't make his teammates around him better. I just would have been nice to see him get to a finals two or even win one to maybe kind of put him up a little bit higher. But yeah, he just didn't have that. You know, no, he won at Syracuse, and he's accountable for Bam's only win. But oh yeah, 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 he's yeah. A, he's, a,
1: a, he's he's a god there. He's a god there. Oh, yeah. Behi- what would behind be without Carmelo
2: Anthony? <laughs>
1: A coach that could the coach that coached for almost fifty years and 50 never years, won a national yeah.
2: title. Yeah. That fight, yeah, may he may have got a longer leash because of winning that one title. Oh, may yeah. oh him absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
2: So yeah, yeah he, he was a big part of that. <laughs> you know, probably why Bayheim, you know, got an extra five years there. But look, you know, um tremendous talent. Yeah, you just I don't think I'd go top seventy five, top one hundred range and crazy his kids already a junior and he's a top 100 recruit so there could be oh, another wow. mellow coming wow. very soon yeah
1: yeah yeah definitely yeah we'll, we'll see we'll see but yeah yeah re- really good career for carmelo anthony i mean i i, I listen i might i i didn't love him as a nick because the end was tough we were he was i was getting tired of the iso ball with him but you know we get him friends and nick's fan he gave me some hope for a couple of years yeah. so you never will be like patrick ewing or alan houston or larry johnson to me or even jalen brunson but still he had yeah, he, he 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 did he did he did a really good job at the Knicks. I'll, I'll give him that.
2: Yeah, you know, yeah. He gave he gave it some excitement to that franchise that you know you haven't seen really since the nineties, you know, before that. So whatever, yeah, it was like seven straight years without going to the playoffs, something like that. So yeah, he, he gave some some um you know some stabilization out of the franchise for a couple of years, you know, him and, and Billups coming over. But yeah, just you know, yeah, I don't think he gets his banner. I don't think right. You're probably I assume you're on the the side of he, don't, don't retire uh, retired banner at the gardener.
1: I think you do. I think you retire it. I think you retire okay. at number seven. I think you do. I think you do. He, I mean, he, he was, he was, he, I I obviously he's not a Ewing. He's not a, he's not a Charles Oakley. He's not a Larry Johnson, even Larry Johnson or Allen Houston. He's not one of those guys as a Nick or even a John Starks, but, or, or if you go back to the seventies, Walcott, Frazier and, uh, 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 or Willis Reed. He's not one of those guys, but I still think you retire it. Cause he, he gave, he gave the Knicks some really good years.
2: He did. I could see both sides. I don't know. Part of me is like, you know, do you just start hanging a banner for, you know, like is but Brunson this organization
1: doesn't have a lot of winning. They don't have a lot yeah. of banners to hang over no. the last 20 years. They got to celebrate something.
2: Yeah. You know, you're right. You know, like is Brunson and get one. If he has a couple more years, just like, Carmelo? you know, like I, know. That, yeah. I know, I know. I That's the only I thing. It. But yeah, you know, Again, I, I see both sides of why you know you would want to retire Carmelo Ant- Anthony's number in the garden.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. But Aaron Judge continues to stay red hot. But before we talk about that, we're going to hear from our friends at JPEG Financial and Shamrock Home Inspections.
0: Do you have a 401k and some savings for future retirement, but don't even know if it's enough to live off of? How much is enough? How often are you thinking about it? The team at JPEX Financial Group can help set your mind at ease. We specialize in creating strategies in the planning and managing of your financial, educational and investment needs. We help clients pursue their investment goals with sound financial strategies. You deserve a personal tailored plan. Lasting meaningful and open relationships are the foundation of our practice. You've worked hard for your money and should feel confident in your investment choices as you make decisions for your financial future your goals are our goals we are dedicated to your needs and hopes for your future visit our website and give us a call at 860-430-5397 securities offered through raymond james financial services inc member F-I-N-R-A, SIPC. investment advisory services offered through raymond james financial services advisors inc jpex financial group llc is not a registered broker dealer and is independent of raymond james financial services jpex financial group is located at 78 eastern boulevard glastonbury connecticut there's no bigger investment than home ownership and to make sure the house is up to your standards you need a professional to look it over Brian Flanagan from Shamrock Home Inspections is a licensed home inspector and a member of the Connecticut Association of Home Inspectors. Brian was a contractor for over 15 years, so he knows how homes should be constructed and how mechanicals should work.
1: What makes me a good home inspector
0: was the 20 years that I was a home improvement person doing all the different repairs that I have done and what other people have done wrong that I had to go out and fix. So I have a pretty quick eye on seeing what's right and what's wrong. Before you move, call Shamrock Home Inspections. Before you make the biggest investment of your life, call Brian Flanagan from Shamrock Home Inspections at 860-268-2566 or visit shamrockhomeinspectionct.com.
1: All righty, and how about those Yankees? They've won 15 of the last 20, and Aaron Judge has just been amazing. Last night, down 5-4 against Felix Batista and hitting that home run. Humongous home run last night. They end up winning the game 6-5. And I'm telling you, Aaron Judge, he's back. I feel like he's back to close to what he was last year.
2: Yeah. I went you. He's so locked in right now. The week that he had. I think he had five home runs last week. You know, he was eleven for twenty two. You know, and then uh you know the only guy that tried to cool him down was Aaron Boone on Sunday, giving him a day off. But, you know, that didn't really uh the two days off didn't seem like it affected him very much because yeah, he came up last night, big home run. Yeah, he's been he's been so locked in since coming back, and you know, the average is close now to three hundred and He's, he's been awesome. He's been locked in as he was last year.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and, and you look at the team has just played so much better since he's came back. The lineup is better. You know, you got Rizzo, Bader, all these guys in the lineup, even Glaber. Uh, he, the guys are starting to hit more now. So, it's just the way he's changed this lineup. This lineup has – I mean, real. Re- I mean, they really haven't sc- – they've, they've been able to score. A t- t- they've been able to score a lot more than they were when he – when he, they were able to score a lot more than before – than they were when he was out.
2: Yeah, they have. And, you know, I think, you know, put him in that middle of the lineup, you know, and then with the Rizzo's up to 310, LeMayu's been better too, you know, like when Judge gets on, Rizzo and LeMayu are really good, you know, um, you know, moving them over. And then Bader's been on fire too, you know. Again, he, you know, he, he's been great since coming back. You know, he's, you know, he's been back for about a month now or for a couple weeks now, and he, he's been playing well. And then, like, Volpe's starting to get some – you know, Volpe had the, the winning, uh, the sack fly that won the game last night. So yeah, I just think that with, with judge, you know, it, it just, you bring such a big at-bat in the middle of the lineup and the guy that can get on and you got some guys down there, you know, at third and four who can knock them, knock them in. And you know, they, they, they've been doing that. Absolutely. 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 So yeah, this lineup is definitely improved and the pitching staff is nice
1: to see Severino back on Sunday. It was nice to see that. We know Cole, he didn't have a great outing last night, but we know, he's, He's been pitched. He's been pitching well all year. Cortez has got to be more inconsistent. Uh, I, I don't know why Clark Schmidt is still in the rotation. I, I, I do not get that at all. I honestly, I want him out of the rotation. I'm telling you, I'd rather want, I'd rather want Brito. I'll take Brito over Clark Schmidt any mm-hmm. day of the week. I do not want Clark Schmidt in this rotation. I can't stand him in the rotation. But I think getting Severino back and hopefully some point they can get Rondon back. This rotation can really, the, 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 it, it definitely has room for improvement.
2: It does, you know. Schmidt had a good outing at the Reds. Maybe that maybe turned the corner a bit. I don't, you know, maybe. But yeah, it's nice to have um Severino back. You know, the wassi was good. You know, unfortunately didn't get the win because he went four and two thirds. But look, you know, I thought he still pitched well. It was nice to have him back. Um, you know, unfortunately, I think we'll get her mom back soon too. But it sounds like Rodon's, you know feeling better and it sounds like you know he's got no pain in the back and let's be
1: honest i want to get rodon back i know i want to get Herman back he actually was been pitching well before he got suspended
2: yeah i'm kind of done with all the you know all all the the nonsense stuff and then yeah then the you know the 80 game suspension for kind of um you know with his girlfriend at the time you know i think i i forgot what he did but like i'm just kind of tired of the nonsense with him, and i would like to move on from him but yeah we don't really we don't have the option to move on from him right now with with guys we got. So, um, yeah, you know, hopefully Rondone sounds like he's doing better. Maybe he come back sooner rather than later. But yeah, you know, it'd be nice because you know it, it it'd be nice to kind of get some depth here. You know, with some of these guys. Yeah, Cole's been. I know Cole wasn't great last night, but yeah, he's been good most of the season. And you know, and that O's, that. O's lineup is really good. You got some talent. They got some young talent.
1: Oh yeah, with Adley Rushman, Cedric Mullins. I know Gunnar Henderson hasn't hit, but he's got upside. You got you got uh Ryan Mountcastle, Anthony Santander. So yeah, they they do have a lot of talent. Uh, uh yeah, they definitely do they the social team definitely does have a lot of talent. And then this now we'll discuss the O series a little bit right now. And tonight you got well, you got uh Tommy Wells against uh, Nestor Cortez. you got T- Tyler Wells against uh, Nestor Cortez. Uh they, 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 that's the Nestor has got to be more consistent uh for them. This is a big start for Nestor against the Orioles. And I do think I do think he wins. I do think they win tonight's game, but they're losing on Thursday because you know who's pitching Thursday? Clark Schmidt. Clark Schmidt, who was absolutely terrible.
2: Cl- Kyle Gibson has not been much better. I know he's five and through the four, but he's not been great either. Oh, he's oh, been man. better.
1: He's been better than Clark Schmidt. That's one thing yes. I know for sure. He's been better than Clark Schmidt.
2: He has. He definitely has. But I still, Kyle. I'm not a big Kyle Gibson fan, so maybe we could. Maybe we could want a shootout on Thursday night, but um. Oh, man yeah i totally tonight was well, has been good this year last year i think he had like a five or six year right? he's not a big strikeout guy but you know the yankees they can make any guy look like a strikeout king so we'll, exactly, we'll, yeah. we'll get, to get one of the one of the next two and because again baltimore's got the second best record i think in all baseball wow right? be behind tampa yeah yeah they get the second best record which is insane but you know so i'll take two out of three against the, these O's, and uh They've been fun to watch. And I hope the O's go out and go get an actual start to trade deadline because they have a ton of good prospects at the minor league level. Because yeah, you know, I-, I hope they stay competitive.
1: Oh, absolutely. I-, I think I think they're here to stay. I think they're going to be in the race for a while because of their offense. Their bullpen's outstanding. Last night, Batista doesn't blow a lot of saves. And he blew a save last night. Their bullpen is outstanding. And their rotation's decent. It needs some more depth. But yeah, the Orioles are a good team. I think they're going to be here to stay. They're going to be in the race all year long. Uh but I think the way the Yankees are playing, they're going to be in the race all year long. The way their offense is playing, the way they're starting to, they're starting, they're starting pitching been better. The way their bullpen has been, but there is that one concern about the bullpen. Can we rely? Can we just get a ninth inning guy? Can we just? Get, yeah. I'm tired of this closer by committee. This closer by committee is not going to work all season long. Can we stop with that? Can we just Boone needs to establish a ninth inning guy.
2: Yeah. You do. Chapman's been good. Kansas uh, City want yeah, to try to I know, again. I know,
1: I know, I know. imagine, imagine that. Imagine if he gets traded back here again. Uh, he, yeah. after he did, after he did, when we trade him in sixteen, he came back in seventeen.
2: Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, that, would be interesting. Um, I wonder, you know, if this is the time I'm trying to like actually go through to see what if there's like a non contender that would be giving up a closer anytime soon. Um, actually, Diaz's De- brother with Cincinnati has been pretty um Alexis Diaz but he's got I think like I think he's got like five years of control left though so I don't know if Cincinnati would be ready to get rid of him now but yeah it'll be nice to get another kind of closer in there yeah the ninth inning guy because they do need somebody um because yeah it just closer by committee doesn't totally work but yeah the rest of bullpen was good and I'll give Boone credit you know he used all of his big big horses last night kind of thinking that this team was gonna come back and win that game and um so i'll give boom credit the way he used that bullpen last night yeah they the bullpen has been great they one of the best in the uh you know in, in the sport and then ian hamilton's been you know unfortunately he's on the il now but like he's been awesome you know since coming up and then again somebody like ryan weber too's given up some really solid innings. so yeah a bunch of guys have really stepped up out of the bullpen and have pitched well so far it's been been awesome to see yeah
1: outside of the ninth inning the bullpen's been great bullpen's outside of that ninth inning the bullpen's been great
2: yeah, it has. And yeah, if they can get that ninth inning guy, it'd be even better. But look, you know, Wandy's done the job. I like Michael King, but you know, um, you know, Wandy seems like he can do it too. But yeah, we'll we'll see if they find somebody, you know, maybe late in July. They they find a close that they like that they could trade for. But yeah, the bullpen's been awesome. And, you know, again, it with the way the lineup's been hitting the baseball, and uh, again, it seems like a lot of guys got a lot of confidence. It doesn't seem like they're out of too many games right now.
1: No, 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 and obviously the balanced schedule is going to help too this year. That's why I think this team can get now to you know 95, n- 95 wins because of that balanced schedule. Even though they might finish in third, I think they can get to, to ninety five wins because of the ske- the way the schedule the schedule is this year.
2: Yeah, it, it it really helps the American League East. I saw, I think it was Monday. I saw this. So again, obviously things have changed, but the American League East is up like twenty five games from like the second best division. That's crazy! That's yeah. crazy you know, for, for, you know, win, win, loss total. So it, it's, it's insane. And yeah, this division is so good. It's such a beast. And, um, you know, yeah, it, it, the balance schedule definitely helps out the Yankees. And look, you know, they're right there I, with the Rays, with how many guys they got banged up in the, in, in the bullpen. And they, I, again, I think the Yankees or the Yos are going to catch Baltimore and win the, win the division. I don't think, I don't think Tampa Bay is going to win this division. I, I really don't. Wow, so. wow. Wow. No, I just think I, Again, I respect cash and what they've done. I just, again, you look at the bullpen. There's so many guys that are hurt and they just overuse on that. I just, I don't, I don't know if they could find as many guys, you know, it'll be interesting to see what they do, but I think they'll, I think they'll run out of gas and that lineup. I don't, I don't know if they'll be able to keep it up all year. So yeah, we'll see. I think Baltimore, the Yankees catch them.
1: Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But moving on to another team in the AL East, and that is the Red Sox. And they were playing pretty well. They played the Mariners. They played the Mariners tough. They won two out of three of the Mariners. They went down, they went to, to San Diego. They won two out of three. But they've lost their last three games. And the thing that's really concerning about this team is in their last three games, they've scored one run. One run. Yes, the positives have been Paxton pitched well on uh Paxton pitched well on Friday. Sale pitched well again on Saturday. But the issue is, the issue is, is that we know this rotation is not consistent. And when this team doesn't score, it's gonna be very, very hard for this team to win. And they've and they've scored one run in their last three games. Now I think they're still a really good offensive team. I like Yoshida, I like Devers a lot. But I, I think they they don't score, they're gonna be in big trouble.
2: Yeah, that's the problem. You know, taylor has been awesome. You know, he'll be. I think you know, or they got the tonight. But yeah, taylor has been aw- awesome. They just. Core announced a little bit ago that they're moving Kluver to the bullpen. Um, and how can it take he's his made, spot? They yeah.
1: should. He's been terrible, he's been bad.
2: Yeah, he's been bad. And I wonder if they get close to DFAing him because yeah, he's if if he can't come out of the bullpen and it pitch well. Um, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder. You know, but yeah, like say a couple weeks ago before that Baltimore or after that Baltimore start when he got rocked, it because it was right around the same time Bumgarner got DFA. The the rumors were you know, with the Red Sox cut, cut him loose and and you know again. Credit to them, they they haven't. Chris Sale's figured something out, cause yeah, it's been huge. And the last couple of nights, they, the the uh, pitching's kind of kept them in it. And you know they they're gonna need that, cause yeah, the lineup is so good. But um, yeah, like you're gonna have off nights. You're gonna have some, uh, uh, you know, a couple of tough nights, and that's kind of been happening. Their pitching's kind of kept them in it, but yeah, they, you know, can it? The thing is, yeah, can it happen all year round? And you know who knows? Brian balo has been good too. He's been better. He pitched well last night, so. Yeah, we'll see. The Red Sox right now, you know, had a nice start to the rule chip when first two in San Diego, but yeah, it's been a tough last three nights here. Absolutely. And the big question with the Red Sox, and I've been saying it for the last
1: couple of weeks, can they stay afloat until the trade deadline? That's going to be the biggest thing. They need to stay in this until the trade deadline so they can improve this team. Because they definitely, outside of all the teams in the ALEs, they definitely are the least, talent, are the least talented team. But, but can they stay afloat in the AL East, so in the, in, in the playoff race, so they can go out the trade deadline and add a starting pitcher, maybe add another arm to the bullpen, add a bat. They could add to this team because they're definitely going to need to add to this team. The way this team is constructed out, there's no way they're going to win a world series, but they, but if they could stay in it, you know, until, you know, late, late July, that's be the biggest key for them staying in it until late July so they so they could you know so they could add to this team because that was the problem last year. Last year they started to fall out of it and they started to make trades. They started because you saw they got rid of Christian Vasquez last year. So staying in it late in the year staying in it into July is gonna be the big key to this team. And I think they have a chance too, because of the balanced schedule. If there wasn't a balanced schedule there's no way this team would stay in it in my opinion.
2: Yeah I'm with you because they were so bad like I'm like they won two games last year in Toronto. You know they I think they won four or five against Tampa Bay. Like, yeah, they were not good last year into the division. You know, yeah, you know, the the bounce schedules definitely helps out. You know, the the Red Sox too. It helps out the whole American League East. Um, but yeah, you know, for the Red Sox, it's staying afloat. They got, you know, they got they, they do have some talent, yes, but yeah, is it enough? And um, you know, because there has been good, but he last couple nights he's been cooled off. There's, you know. You know, Pablo Reyes has been a nice pickup for him. But, yeah, it just, you know, I don't know when Duvall's coming back because he got off to such a hot start. Yeah, they're going to need some guys, you know, that they're going to need like another starter too at, at the trade deadline. They're probably going to need another arm in that bullpen to kind of help out as well. It's just not, you know, Tribert's been good, but he's been hurt. With Kowski's been pitching pretty well this year. um, They got it, you know, Cutter Crawford's been okay. He, blew, you know, um, lost the game Monday night, gave up a home run. Yeah, this Red Sox team could stay afloat. They got a chance because again, with with the rest of the you know, because only one team coming out of the Central, you know, Texas has been really good. Houston's been good.
1: I think Houston you know, and Texas are coming out of are coming out of the West. I think Houston, yeah. and Texas, or are, are Texas are coming out of the West. So that's two teams right there. You got one team, only one team out of the Central. So that's three. The Red Sox are gonna have to find some way to finish in third. They're gonna have to find some way to finish in third place in the if they don't finish in third or any of these teams, the Yankees, the Blue Jays, the Red Sox, if one of those three teams doesn't finish in third in the AL East, they're not going to make the playoffs.
2: Yeah, it's going to be tough. You know, we'll, we'll you know, yeah, it's, it's going to be tough for that to happen. And again, them in Toronto now are three and a half back of the Yankees. And it, there's a ton of time left. Um, but yeah, it'll be tough. Again, you're going to have to win. You have to match the American League East third place. He's probably going right, to right, win right around 90 games. Oh, no, not,
1: definitely ninety. I think I think the winner of the at least wins at least ninety.
2: Yeah. So I don't know. I think Toronto could get there. I don't know if Boston, the way his structure can get there, but yeah, we'll see what they can do at the trade deadline. Again, last year Bloom waited way too long to address the team too. You know, like is that you know that you know he made a mistake last year in that, and I and it sounded like some of those guys kind of thought that they could kind of fight and. Yeah, have he, a yeah, yeah he him. gave
1: up last year. And then yeah. two years with the surprise was two years ago, he never improved that team. The only thing yeah. he did was get Kyle Schwarber. He didn't really improve that team at all. And then and now Schwarber's in Philadelphia. He never improved the team at all. That, at all, especially in the bullpen or in the rotation at the trade deadline. And that cost him that series against the Astros.
2: Yeah, it, it absolutely did. You know, the Astros batted him around a lot. And yeah, you know, so you know, you wonder what that the nine dynamic is in that locker room with Bloom and some of those players. So, yeah, you know, it'll be interesting to see because he hasn't he hasn't managed it well, you know, and sometimes that kind of affects players and, and we'll kind of see down the stretch what happens there, you know, when we get closer to the trade line and what they do. But, yeah, I think they're definitely, again, I again, I don't know for certain if they don't make the playoffs and Hines' jobs on the on the line. I think
1: it has to be. I think it has to be. I think his job has to be on the line. I mean, he, he pretty much, you know, he didn't want to pay Mookie bets. He didn't want to pay Xander Bogarts. And really, he has not improved that rotation at all. I think his job has it has to be on the line. I, I think it's got to be. Yeah, he had that year where they got to the ALCS, but he's also at two years where the team is finishing last place. And in 2020, I know it was a 60-game season, but that team is going to be terrible. And regardless, if that goes 162-game season, that team is going to be terrible. They got to, the ALCS, they got to the ALCS in 2021. Then last year, they finished in last. If they don't make the playoffs, they got to get rid of Haim Bloom because you, see, you look at the previous years before him, Yeah, they missed the playoffs in 2019, but 2018 they won the World Series, and then 2016 and 2017 they won the division. So if they if they if they uh, if they don't make the playoffs, they definitely got to fire. I think they definitely got to fire High Bloom. They definitely got to move on from him.
2: I agree with you. I think they should. I don't. The he's not a fan favorite out there in Boston. Oh, he He should not be at all. No, no. You know, he hasn't. You know, it just. Again, it's Tampa North up there. You know that's kind of what they've called and, things and, with him, and,
1: and and that's the problem. That's that's yeah. the problem. He's running this team like it's the Tampa Bay Rays, and you can't do that when you're in a big market. He really has no. not signed a big time starter since he's been the general manager.
2: No, and you look at Evaldean and even Martin Perez. What they've done in Texas, like those are two yeah. guys you could have resigned, he could have kept, but yeah, he didn't want to. And yeah, the only thing is, I've only, I, the last couple of years since they, they they wanted to hire him, they wanted to hire Bloom Henry. Because um, they didn't like the way Dombrowski was getting over the tax threshold. That's the only yeah, thing but that the team was. The team
1: was winning with Dombrowski. The team won a World yeah. Series with Dombrowski. They won two, three division titles with Dombrowski.
2: I made no sense to fire Dombrowski and hire this guy. Yeah, and the way, yeah. And the way they did it too was the best. The Patriots doing the, um, you know, doing doing the trophy celebration that night. <laughs> the opening night in bro. They did it. Oh, oh man, yeah. Oh that's how they did. You know, so like, so, it was, so it was an under the radar move. No one talked so, about. Yeah. It. Yep, yep, and it was it was on Sunday Night Baseball. They fired him during the middle of the game, and it was like the ESPN cameras flashed over. They're like, you know, Heim's always in the in the in the box, and he wasn't there. You and, mean it, you mean Nibrowski? Yeah, Nebrowski, Yes, my bad. But you know, so and he wasn't sitting in his box, and they were like, you know, what's going on here? So that that's how we got leaked. That's how we got kind of figured out. So yeah, they did it really under the radar. They might do it again, but yeah, that's the only thing is, you know.
1: Yeah, uh, my, my point. If you're gonna. That if you're going kind to of fire Dombrowski after doing what he does, why don't you, you, you need to, I think you need to get rid, of, get rid of Bloom after missing the playoffs three out of four years.
2: Yeah. And I completely agree with you. You know, I, I completely agree that again, you know, it, it, and I think it really depends too on the fan base this summer. Like if they do kind of fall out of this thing, you know, what attendance is like in July and August, I think it's going to kind of mean something too. Cause I want to say the year they fired Dombrowski too, kind of August, September, people started to stop kind of showing up too. So. Again, if they're not making money, people aren't showing up to that ballpark. Then I, I you know, I, I think you know the the ownership's going to be forced to make a move. But people keep showing up. AB Henry kind of keeps them around, hoping that something sticks. Or if I don't, I don't, I I don't know if it's true or not that they're actually going after Otani. I don't know. I don't think they're going to be in that market. But I, I've seen something that it's possible. But I don't think it. it from sounds of things i don't think he wants to come to the east coast so yeah
1: let me let me tell you something if Hyam bloom's the gm there is no way otani's a red sack not a chance otani's a red sack
2: yeah and that that'd be our worst nightmare as yankee fans to see him come out the Boston, and have to play him 12 times a year so yeah you know i don't think he would he's friends with Yoshida. that's that's what they kind of keep going to is maybe part of it Yoshida was the bring otani i don't know if you want to go that far but yeah we'll see i don't I don't think they'll get Otani either, but they'd be, I hope not. But yeah, you know, we'll see. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see if his job's in line. I kind of agree. If they kind of fall out of things and people stop showing up, I think you got to fire him and move on and kind of trust with it They tried to the tape a North. That's what they wanted to kind of try to bring him in the deal, but just doesn't, doesn't always work. You can't, you can't find 15 diamonds in the rough. It just doesn't work.
1: Exactly, exactly, exactly.
2: So we'll go. We'll
1: talk about the Red Sox series this weekend in Arizona. Uh, Friday they play the Friday. It's Chris Sale pitching for, for the Red Sox. I think they win that one. Uh, Saturday you got Kelly for the Diamondbacks mm-hmm. against Whitlock. I think they lose that one. And then you got Henry for the Diamondbacks against Howe for the Diamondbacks. I think they lose two out of three. I think they lose two out of three. I, I, I don't think they win the series this weekend. And I do. Th- I do think they salvage the last game against the Angels. But I do think they lose two out of three this week in Arizona because the Diamondbacks are playing well.
2: Yeah, Diamondbacks have been one of the surprise teams of baseball, and they've really, uh, they they've used those new rules of advantage. The small ball, the stolen bases. They they you know Arizona has been a fun team to watch so far. Yeah, I think the way Arizona is playing, I think they take two out of three from Boston. Boston's been so up and down. I think they could win Friday night, but yeah, I, I think they drop Price Saturday in Sunday. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So that's going to wrap it up on Sports
1: Talk with RJ for Justin and I'm Steve Risser. We will be back next week previewing the NBA Finals, talking about the Yankees and Red Sox, and giving you any NFL news that comes our way. Have a great Memorial Day weekend, everyone.
0: Jones, first is. down. Right Wide open It's Barkley. And
1: Saquon Barkley will take it into the end zone. Your best ability is availability. Saquon Barkley, he's great when he's on the field, but the problem is, since 2018, he
2: hasn't been
0: healthy for this team. Look at this. They lob it to him. He taps That's it done. in on the glass.
2: Porter Moore, I think right now, is the best coach of college basketball. Hands down. Finch two for three. He's done his part.
0: Finch is drilled the deep right field toward
1: the pole, and it is gone. They don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball. Because the Yankees are not They're even close to the best organization in baseball.
0: They're trying
2: to be the Rays, and the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the
0: Yankees. My name is Joe McGuire. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group, and here at CMG we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Chowing About the G-Men, and great true crime shows like Sticky Meek, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Burn, the Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting Clovercrestmedia.com.